Welcome to the Weed, Seeds, and Beautiful Things podcast, a podcast that is not about gardening or growing marijuana. The Weed, Seeds, and Beautiful Things podcast is a show about how to get through life while living in radical faith and full submission to God. I'm your host, Connie, and I'm sure glad you're here. New episodes of the podcast drop every Friday. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Weed, Seeds, and Beautiful Things. Head over to the website to read our blog, which comes out every other Monday, blog.weedseedsandbeautifulthings.com. On the website, be sure you subscribe to our newsletter, and there, download your free art print. There's also a spot to send me a message with any prayer requests, questions, or ideas for a new episode that you would like to hear about. Thanks for joining us. Now on to the show. Hey, friends. Today I want to talk about being honest before the Lord. And I'm talking about in regards to how you're feeling. I think that we often portray the Christian walk as not a place where we can complain or have feelings of doubt or feelings of anger or feelings of frustration, disappointment with God. And we certainly aren't supposed to admit that publicly, and we absolutely are taught not to do that before the Lord. But I want to kind of dump that theology or that mindset on its head, and I want to share with you one of the most helpful things that I have ever done in my life and in my walk with the Lord that has provided me with healing with understanding, and with a true level of intimacy with Jesus um, because of my humanity and because of the acceptance of my humanity before the Lord. Let me explain. When we view God as someone that is only to like he only lives up in heaven he you know he's powerful he's something to be feared he makes decisions and we can't question and we can't uh complain and we have to accept everything and you know if we don't we might get in trouble and if we don't do it right we might you know lose some blessings <clears throat> then it's a very off-putting and scary type of relationship that frankly nobody really wants and I am not saying that God is not all powerful and um, deserving of all respect and humility and that he should never be questioned and we should never complain all of those things are true but within the context of a relationship what is important I believe that we understand is that God is perfect and he is holy and he is righteous but we are not And I know that seems very simple and like, well, of course, but I think we miss it. I think we put such an expectation on ourselves to be a false kind of holy before the Lord that we can never bring who we really are, the real brokenness, the real feelings, the real anguish. And that can't ever be brought before the Lord. And then we don't get to see how he responds to our true humanity. And then we grow begrudging and embittered because we feel like the Lord isn't 
um, personal and he isn't involved and he isn't loving when really we are never honest with him. And I'm not even regarding the time that we spend with him because that can a lot of the times be pretty pitiful and pathetic too. I'm talking about the level of honesty when we meet with the Lord. So I want to read you um, about six verses here in Psalms. And this is Psalms 88. And I want to see if I can find, okay. Um, this song was one of the done by one of the sons of Korah. I'm not sure about who that was, but it wasn't written by David. It was written by someone else. And it says in Psalms 88, verse 13, But I, O Lord, cry to you. In the morning, my prayer comes before you. O Lord, why do you cast my soul away? Why do you hide your face from me? I am afflicted and close to death from my youth up. I suffer your terrors. I am helpless. Your wrath has swept over me. Your dreadful assaults destroy me. They surround me like a flood all day long. They close in on me. They have caused my beloved and my friend to shun me. My compassions have become darkness. My companions have become darkness. Pardon me. So this psalm, this part of this psalm that this person is writing, in my opinion, shows a great level of honesty, and it is not happy. It's not um, joyful. If anything, it is questioning God. It is angry. It is frustrated. It is confused. It is disappointed, and it's complaining. And not only that, it's blaming God. And now you could say, well, that's so sinful. That's terrible. And I would say to you, it's sinful if your heart has the motive of punishing or retaliating against God. But if your heart has the motive where you are being honest with the intention that you desire for him to show up in that space of true anguish and make himself known to you to show you truth, to show you how to deal with these feelings, to show you what to do with these thoughts, and to show you how to act moving forward, then I would say it's not sin, it's intimacy. There may be some very, very different Thoughts across the board on this, but I want to say that that I believe that you can come to God angry, and that anger is in a heart of yes, you're angry, but you are wanting to understand His perspective, and you're wanting Him to help you sift through that anger because we are going to feel things in life. The goal is not to not be angry. The goal is not to not complain. I believe that. I believe the goal is to know what to do when we get angry and when we do complain, to know how to reach and receive truth. And so when we can't bring our honest 
feelings and our honest struggles before the Lord, how can we expect to ever find truth? A lot of people never work through things because they either don't bring them to God or they bring them in a cold heart to God. So here's a for instance. Let's just say I lost a baby. And I come before God and my heart has already decided I hate you, Lord. And I'm raging against him. Yes, nothing good will come of that. But let's say I lost a baby and my heart still wants to believe that God is good, but it's angry. And I bring my thoughts and my feelings before the Lord, my anger, my anguish, my concern. And my heart is in that position where it is wanting to believe. It is wanting the truth. It is wanting hope. But it is bombarded with anguish and anger and confusion. And I bring that before the Lord. That is where the Lord can then take those feelings of anger and anguish and concern and help me to sift through them and to make sense of them and to be able to have there be a place for my feelings, which are hurt, and the truth, which is steady. So my whole point of everything I'm saying is it is the state of your heart. If you have a heart that believes God doesn't care, then no, you're not going to get anything when you bring things before him. And if you have a heart that is um, rebellious, you're not going to get anything. But if you have a heart that is feeling all of the feels, all of the anguish, all of the torment and the sorrow and the anger and the confusion and you bring that before the Lord he's going to be able to help you understand what to do with those feelings and so I'm a person that believes it's not bad it's not sinful necessarily to bring your thoughts, your questions, your complaints, your emotions before the Lord. It's a sin when your heart's not in the right place. Because how else are we supposed to deal with being human if we can't be human? If we are expected to never complain, to never, you know, mistrust, to never uh, get angry, how are we? No, that's impossible. We can't do that. But we have a God that can identify with our weakness, identify with our humanity, a God that wants to help us work through things, a God that understands that we feel like he's afflicting us and he is, um, his wrath is on us and that we are, his dreadful assaults are destroying us. He understands that. But if we can't bring our questions and our doubts and our concerns and our anger before him, then what purpose is there to even have a relationship with Jesus? He's not afraid of our emotions. We always say that he welcomes us in whatever state we are. But we dismiss that when it involves the actual struggles that we face with 
our Christian walk and how that looks when it's put up to the light of reality. And they often seem to contradict each other. And so we find clarity and peace by bringing who we really are before the Lord. And if you have something where you're hurt with God right now and you haven't been able to pray for a while because you just feel like, you know, you don't understand. He took this from you or you allowed this to happen and it shouldn't have happened. And you can't pray because you feel like, well, I'm not supposed to question. So I'm just kind of done. I would encourage you to go get in your prayer closet. Get on your knees and say, Lord, this is how I'm feeling. I am mad. I am hurt. Show me why. Help me to understand. And friend, he will. He doesn't tell us everything, but he doesn't want us living in utter confusion. And he absolutely cares about our feelings. He made us to have feelings. And if you struggle with your feelings or you struggle with your emotions or you're personally just struggling because of something that happened and you feel like, well, I can't talk to God about that. There's no point. Get in there and talk to him because there is a point. He is not afraid if you are mad at him and he does not shun you if you're unhappy. He is longing to show you how to fit all those pieces of that broken puzzle together to where you have hope for the future, you're strengthened in the moment, and you're able to go on with a sense of clarity. You won't understand everything, but you'll understand enough. That's the only way that I've gotten through so much of, of anything in my life. When we miscarried, when we lost our son, you better believe I was upset. There's no way in, in heck that I was, oh, God's in this. This is, you know, body, but no, that's not how it happened. I would get peace one minute and I'd be raging angry the next. It was a battle. But my continuing, I believe it, I believe this was key, my continuing to bring my hard and my terrible emotions and feelings and thoughts before the Lord and letting him hold those things because he was not afraid of them. He was not intimidated by them. He was not offended by my emotion, by my anger. He understood and he loved me. He didn't change it, but he helped me deal with it. And he can't help me deal with something that I won't bring before him. We just assume that God won't, but really it's us who never did. It takes courage to bring your most hurting parts before the Lord. Because he is perfect and he is big and we get this idea that he just might not help us. And then what? And then what would we do if we, if we actually trusted him and he didn't come through? Well, here's the thing. 
That's not going to happen. Because he is faithful. And if you bring your emotion and your pain and your loss before the Lord, he is going to help you deal with it. He is going to mend you up. He is going to bind up your broken heart. Will it be overnight? Probably not. But as you do it, you are going to grow in your faith and you're going to grow in your ability to see that God is for you. So I would encourage you, friend, take whatever you have in your heart that's holding you back from a real relationship with Jesus Christ. And just as the psalmist did, lay it all out there, all the ugly, because God loves you. It is that simple. He loves you. He understands and he is going to help you deal with whatever feelings and thoughts and torments and anguish that you have. If you'll just bring it before him. Thanks for listening. Please like, share, subscribe, and comment to this on this podcast. And let me know if you know of someone that would be a good guest or if you would be a good guest for the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast. You can reach out on my website on the contact me page at blog.weedseedsandbeautifulthings. You can also follow me on all the social media, uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram. I'm under Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things. I hope you have a great week. Drop any prayer requests you have in the um, comment box on the contact me page. Do reach out. I love to hear from you. And I pray for my listeners every week. I'll see you next time. Thank you.